Previously on Finish It, Dinosaur Island. So I do. I'm like a champion. I go scurrying right between these dinos' legs, which is just rad. And then once I get past it, I see that Todd and Kira are... I uh, found a big crack in some rocks, so I run over there to go in that crack. And you're like, did you see that? Did you guys see what I did? Did you see that? And they're like, why did you do it? Did you see? <laughs> why didn't you just come with us to this crack in rocks? Meanwhile, the T-Rex is out there confusedly turning in circles looking for you, and it's adorable. Hi, I'm Matt Ewell. Hi, I'm Chris Ewell, and I'm not here to mess around. <laughs> You're all serious tonight? This yeah. is a, this is a serious episode tonight. I'm going to be raw and real and in your face a little bit, but only because I'm being honest, because otherwise, why, are you, why do you even do it? Yeah, well, I'll sit here and take it. Okay. Welcome to Finish It. It's the interactive <laughs> fiction, completionist interactive fiction podcast. Uh, every page? It's the one. Every ending? The best one. Every book. Everything you say is is, is make you sound more like a, a, a guy that Bruce Wayne would be in a meeting with, and then uh, later Pete Batman would show up, and the guy would be like, seem familiar, and the Batman would like, punch him in the face really hard. He'd be like, oh, no, that guy's never going to remember anything. Yeah. You know, How's he going to run his business? That's what, I'm, that's what it's like down. It's on the streets. I'm on the streets. I'm not. I'm inside right now, but I'm on the. I'm. I'm the street man. This isn't working. This isn't working. I feel like I need something like a like a rolled up piece of bologna or something that I can just like hold between my fingers or like hold between my teeth. <laughs> piece of bologna. Just like I, <laughs> I need like a prop. The floor, I you'll find something. <laughs> the yeah, give me a second. Floor. I probably will actually. Uh, just some old yogurt. How you doing, Matt? <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I think I think I'm good. I, th- I think all week long, I thought I had a feeling like the next day was Friday. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I've been getting and that. So it's been a series of pretty tremendous disappointments on on a daily basis. That's rough. Moving through a day every day that's not even Friday at all. But tomorrow is Friday. We're recording early, like responsible people this week. Yeah, and tomorrow is Friday. So are you feeling really good right now, or are you just doubting yourself now? Where you're like, maybe it's not Friday. I'm just, I'm done with it. I'm done with all these Fridays. <laughs> yeah, at this Fridays point, you've had like Fridays? four Fridays already, so it's the not point the is same. It's another day. I'm what if you, it. hey, I want to throw this out there. What if you call yeah. out sick tomorrow? I was thinking about it, but we have a big thing happening on Monday, and I really ought not to. Plus, I work at my house, and like, I do my work, and like, it's pretty relaxing. So it's like, calling <laughs> out really? Like, and they might also be like, how did you get sick? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, yeah, um, they got you there. Well, I have a bunch of carryover days I have to use. Nobody cares about carryover days. People <laughs> care about interactive fiction, and that's what we're here to do: is bless some our <laughs> twisted take on these interactive fiction books right in your ear place. Um, we're doing Dinosaur Island still. We had a great time last week playing around in the world of Cyber Hacker, which seems like. A genuinely fascinating book, and I can't wait yeah. to get back with that uh, with the lovely Asterios. But now it's just you and me again, Matt. Just you and me in our little boxes on the computer screen, trying to survive Dino Island. Yeah. Do you want to do a little re-tease? And yeah, I tease can do the a re-tease people? for sure. All right, let's do it.
That is a complete mood, that one. Yeah, I'm in a better mood already. Yeah. What you got? Uh, speaking of surviving Dino Island. Yes. Um, I didn't. I didn't do it. I did not survive <laughs> Dinosaur Island. <laughs> That's not a read tease. You got. I learned. It. I learned the effect of uh, an exploding volcano on a helicopter and a boy. Huh. <laughs> That's what happened to me. Uh oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I'll think of my read tease. My read tease was. Uh, I was a good whittle boy, and I paid the price for it. Intriguing. Yeah. Now I'm a little nervous. And I feel a little. Let's uh, <laughs> let's see, let's see how things work out. But you know, before we do that, we're gonna take a little segment break, right? Because right. I'm pretty convinced we're maybe about to get the same read. I think I think that's probably true, and I'm a little upset about that because of my day. <laughs> I'm a little upset about that as well. Why? Why? What? What's? Uh, what was special about your day that makes you feel upset about that? Well, I did my um, sad personalized <gasps> pan pizza party that's today. That's right, which is the punishment we gen- usually receive for accidentally getting their same read on the same week and wasting everybody's time right. what are the chances now it's going to go another week on the same book everybody's we don't know that we don't know Nobody's that happy we don't we don't know it but let's let's That's i'm true. excited in to this hear case, do you want to do the jangle for the uh yeah. is there any reason to do that yeah okay absolutely let's get a little pizza party update because I'm, ex- I'm i'm excited to hear exactly what done what went down with your nasty business sad 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 pizza pizza I'm missing part of the joke there. I'm seeing a Valentine just says "Llama be my Valentine." Yeah, it says "Llama be my Valentine." Do you get it? No, I don't get it either, and it's been killing me. <laughs> Some irresponsible child in my kid's class just gave this out, not worrying about the mental health of the people who were going to have to read it and make Lama sense of it. Be my Valentine, because it's not like "Let me be your Valentine." It's "Llama be my." Valentine? Is it supposed to be like "Wanna be my Valentine"? If so, there's no Lama question mark. Be my Valentine. There's no question, there's no question mark. mark so it can't be that. There's no commas, no punctuation. Yeah, it's torture. It's been torturing me. Okay, I'm really sorry, but that's not. <laughs> so okay, so <laughs> I had to do a sad personalized pan pizza party because of the last read of our last book, which was the last book was had a lot of endings. Mm-hmm. So we read them all really fast, fast we could, because we kind of felt bad about cheating a little bit, sort of cheaty ish. We decided to punish ourselves. Chris had to come up with a an idea for a sad pizza party personalized for me. Both sides of that are bad. Having to come up with the idea is bad. Having to do the thing is bad. Yeah. So I did the thing. Um, and if we get another pizza party today, I'm going to be very, very unhappy because I don't feel very good. And uh, some big boy sitting in a big boy chair over here has a get out of pizza party free card because I won the last book. But I feel a little dirty about it so i might not use it this time around or we might not get double endings so we're good yeah that's true yeah that's true you could sit on that card that's fine you, yeah. could, you could you could give it to someone you could you could keep it you could do i can't think you want of anybody i know that would need a get out of pizza party free card mm, okay not, well nobody. so 
I won't get into the specifics of the challenge that Chris gave to me because it, you're about to listen to it. Um, part of it, Chris asked me to um, record my experience as kind of a prestige podcast sort of thing. So mm, that is yeah. what's about to happen. Making it more highbrow. Uh, it's like it's like almost 10 minutes long if you guys need to pump it up to times three. Or if you just want to skip the, <laughs> skip the part where Matt's having an unpleasant pizza experience that is... Completely acceptable. Yeah. Go on with your uh, journey. There are definitely, there are definitely some mouth sounds, but that is not the bit. That's not the. There's not a ton, and there is music throughout. So hopefully, it's not too loud. Well, it should. Be, it but, sounds um, like it's going to yeah. be prestige to me. Yeah, but it's also a little gross. So if you're not feeling like this, it's something gross. This is not for you. <laughs> um, but if you are, then you're probably really going to like this, which is great. I guess that's good. It's good for you. All right. Well, let's listen. As I listen to my brother explain the rules. I could feel my heart start to sink, much like two perfectly good slices of New York pizza were about to sink to the bottom of some shallow trays full of flavored water. Hi, I'm Matt, and this is my sad, personalized pan pizza party story. The rules were simple, but weird. I was to purchase two slices of New York-style pizza. These are the big, wide ones you see people on TV folding in half before they eat them. I was then to slice each slice in half, leaving me with four long, skinny slices of pizza. Each slice of pizza must then be submerged completely in water. Once fully submerged, I could immediately remove slice number one and begin eating it. But slice two had to stay underwater until slice one was gone. Likewise, slice three would have to remain submerged until both slice one and two were gone. And finally, slice four would be underwater for the entirety as I ate slice one, two, and finally three. Slice four was going to be the wettest, grossest slice, so I knew I had to plan something special. Clearly, eating... Slices of soaking wet pizza made up the heart of this challenge, this special punishment. But there were other rules to follow as well. As I consumed the pizza, it was required that I narrate what I was doing in a prestige podcast style. Additionally, I would have to wear headphones and listen to relaxing underwater sounds ASMR Ambience for Sleep, a YouTube video my brother had selected specifically for the purpose of making me feel like one of the slices of pizza, I suppose. So I put on my headphones, I brought up the video, and I began to play it as loud as I could. The rule said I had to submerge the pizza into water, but it didn't say that I couldn't do anything to the water beforehand. To make the process potentially more pleasurable, I had seasoned four different tubs of water to give the slices of pizza an interesting flavor. I had purchased two slices of pizza, one slice of a white pizza, because I was curious what the bath would do to the ricotta. The second slice was a supreme. I just really like Supreme Pizza. The order in which I chose to eat the slices of pizza 
and the baths into which they were submerged are as follows. Slice number one would be one half of the white pizza bathed briefly for the shortest period of time in a tub of water with truffle powder. I felt that the truffle would taste good on a white pizza, but that if it was in the truffle flavor for very long, it would be very, very bad. Slice number two would be the first half of the supreme pizza. It would be sitting in a tub of water in which spicy, crunchy garlic topping had been placed. You know, the crunchy stuff, it's really good, it tastes good. I felt that the oil could permeate the water and and give the slice of pizza kind of a spicy kick. I would then finish the supreme pizza slice as slice number three, which would have been sitting on the bottom of a tub of water filled with hot honey. I felt like uh, this would be a good move. A spicy garlic flavor, and then go to a sweet spicy flavor. I was kind of running out of stuff to put in water. For the fourth and final slice, the slice that would be in the water the longest, and therefore presumably would absorb the most flavor, I chose to finish the white pizza. And I rested it at the bottom of a tub full of hot water and taco seasoning. Like, hear me out. A taco-flavored white pizza, right now, as a guy who hasn't eaten it yet, Sounds really good. The time had come. I removed the lids from the tubs of water and was assaulted by several intense smells, not entirely unpleasant, but quite strong. I began the YouTube video instantly feeling at home underwater and began to dip the pizzas into the tubs. It is beginning to occur to me I'm about to try to eat a lot of pizza very quickly. An aspect of this challenge that I had not even considered. As the final slice of white ugh, sank to the bottom of the taco water, I quickly removed. No, I quickly looked for a paper towel. I began to enjoy my truffle white slice. Well, it's very wet. But I was right about the truffle water tasting good. So right, in fact, I might dip it a little more. Okay, that's a lot of water, actually. It's not terrific. For the sake of attempting to sound like a prestige podcast, I'll be cutting out large periods of time where I just eat food and probably moan a little. I cannot recommend soaking ricotta in water. Having finished the slicey part of the first white slice, I decided to dip some of the crust in the truffle water. And I don't hate it. I did it again. It should be clear that the mouthfeel is bad. It's like if you're at summer camp and you're eating a slice of pizza while you're washing your hands. And you have to slice the pizza in your mouth so you can wash your hands. And then you drop the pizza in the sink and it got very wet. And you're like, well, I still want to eat this pizza. So then you're like, I, am t- I don't care. I'm eating it out of the sink. You pull it out of the sink. But then it really just tastes like tap water. Pizza a bit, but like tap water. Slice one is finished. 
I must pull the next slice out quickly because this got really soppy by the end. It's only the first slice. It's pretty bad. This is crunchy, spicy garlic slice on it's Supreme. It occurs to me in this moment I'm basically a, a genius of wet pizza. Supreme with this garlic crunchy stuff on it is really good. And you guys should try it maybe without the water. I begin taking incredibly huge bites as it becomes a race for me to finish the pizza before my body realizes how much pizza has just gone into it. As the as I as I, as I reach the end of slice number two, I call an audible. I decide I'm not eating the crust. You guys, I'm getting full already, and some people don't even like the crust. And I know I'll probably snack on it later when we record this podcast. Slice number three is part two of the supreme in the hot honey water. The slice is taking on a sweetness which I like very much, and a spiciness that is a nice little kick, and a wetness that is bad. As I pick up the third slice, about halfway through. The crust is beginning to fall apart from the water. The water is the water is making the crust bad. The pizza has rounded a bend and it is now not fun anymore to eat this. It's like a horrible sponge and I, and I don't like it. I hit a mushroom. <laughs> As I complete the third slice, minus of course the crust. Please forgive me. I'm looking at the fourth slice thinking I don't have to eat it right now. I don't have to eat it real fast. I can let it sit there in that taco water. But I begin to realize that I feel horrible. And I'm not going to feel any better in 20 minutes. And this pizza is not going to be any better in 20 minutes. This pizza is not going to be pizza in 20 minutes. It's time to eat the last pizza. Oh. This is wet and bad, but you guys. Taco flavor white pizza is where it's at. Everybody get on that. Taco flavor white pizza with hot honey. That's what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to double dip. A third of the way down the slice of white pizza, the last slice that I have to eat is a mountain of ricotta. The middle third of the slice, a mountain of ricotta. I'm extremely intimidated by it, but I know I must press on. I mean, I don't have to. It's like a podcast we do for fun. This is dumb. But I guess I said I'd do it. I'll be honest. No mom on earth would say would agree that I was done with this slice of pizza. Even if they were okay with me not eating the crust. But I don't know if I could do it. Two more bites. Two more little kind of little bites. Right. Oh. Ah. Alright, that's it. I ate all the pizzas. I had all the pizzas except their crust. Except I ate one of the crust. It was horrible. Wow. That was very... That was a real ride. That was really prestigious. You did a great job. I'm sorry Thanks. it was so much pizza. I thought with like two slices didn't sound like a lot of pizza. But I guess if you're adding in all the water weight... It's yeah, just really there's that it's a it's a timed challenge. You you wasn't timed. realize quickly. I, there was no timer but you on realize it. Realize that that the longer you go, the less it be less it's pizza and the more it's <laughs> a bucket of sludge. Oh, so I ate two beautiful pieces of pizza and did not enjoy hardly any of it. But seriously, try a taco seasoning on a white pizza. Yeah, taco seasoning is good on anything, Matt. That's not. I mean, you're it's not a really good point. <laughs> Throw it in some mac and I cheese. I recommend, if you're looking for a taco seasoning, I recommend McCormick. Well, okay, sure, yeah. <laughs> the authentic flavor of McCormick <laughs> taco seasoning. 
Oh, man. Matt, you're a real hero. Yeah. And that's what our users wanted. They wanted you to go through something horrible for them. So thank you. And I, and I get to do it again next week, I guess. No. It sounds like. <laughs> no. We might not have gotten the same read, Matt. Let's not be negative Newmans. Um, that was cute. Man. I was really taking on a ride. That was really. I feel. I'm wondering if we should tilt our podcast and go more prestige. The nice thing we're doing now is a lot easier. Yeah, this is easier, right? We don't have to do all the. Yeah, just a blah, 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 blah. Yeah, we could try just talking that way, but I think that would get real messy real fast. You should put all of those funny sounds in the soundboard and use them. Hmm. I only got. Whoop, 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 whoop. I got limited plays before you know. It's the trial version. <laughs> okay. All right, should we dive into this book now that you've uh, played such a man? I feel like the book is not going to live up to the ride that we just took. This I'm it's just saying book. for man, the people who skipped the you eating part, and now they're like, "Oh man, maybe I should go back and listen to it." Oh, that's really sneaky. Yeah, it's sneaky, nice. right? Um, oh, I just opened to the first page, and I wasn't ready for that. It's yeah, been a little while. It's a lot of white skin and blonde hair, isn't it? It's a lot of white skin an book. and blonde hair. Just a lot of white teenage backs. A lot of hand-shaped right. shadows on trunks. On trunks. Oh, yeah. Why, why do those other swim trunks have hand-shaped shadows on them? There's no hands over there. Yeah, I don't know. It's on the back of these dudes' swim trunks, and the hand that I'm talking about is the hand of the... Um, the demon dog from Ghostbusters? That is the t- exact hand shape it looks like. It's exactly that hand, yeah. yeah. Yeah, You've been having a lot of fun being an exchange student <laughs> in Australia for the past year. <laughs> it's almost time to go home, Matt. But first, one last scuba dip. One last scuba dip with professional dipper Nancy Wilson's <laughs> sigh. Dive instructor. Uh, she shows us Karen Island, the volcano. It's totally sweet looking, but you can't go there because the Lebeau Institute bought it, and they're doing experiments with genetics. And a volcano's about to blow up. Can we go back to Cyberhacker? Yes, to it. <laughs> just like shift, just like cut out the pages from this book. Hello, my name is Lobo. I'm a cyberhacker. <laughs> There's so much good lingo Welcome in to it. my computer land. And then we're like, uh-oh. Ah, so good. Uh, but this is also good because dinosaurs, I guess. Um, this book is cool. It is cool. And we hear some news later on that Kieran Island has actually made some breakthrough with their uh, cloning dinosaur efforts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Even though the newscaster is like, <laughs> that's some wild news, I don't believe. But he probably says that about everything. He's like, I heard women got the vote. And you're like, and oh, like, boy. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, they did. They what? Um, and then our science teacher tells us about all about dino DNA and the mosquitoes and all that stuff. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty it's cool. The stuff we all learned in school watching Jurassic Park. When we should have been paying attention in English class where we were reading Jurassic Park. Oh, right now. Um, but we're, we're over all that now. We're not thinking about Kieran Island anymore because we have a plane ride to ride. Yeah, we, we got, finally go home to our Nintendo. Yeah, we got. You didn't. We didn't bring our Nintendo. Mom was like, "No." Oh, and I bet all yeah, the other she kids was like, brought their friends. I'm like, "I'm going with my friends." She's like, "You're friends with Todd?" <laughs> like, no, I'm, is that still I a thing? Friends? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's not that bad. He is. He is. I mean, come on. And you are too, I guess. <laughs> Mom, stop hanging out with Todd. So you're worried about your flight on account of all the crazy sunspot activity, but everybody thinks it's it's cool. So you're flying, things get a little wobbly, and the pilots say, hey, you hit a little turbulence, we're okay. Things get wobbly again, they're like, oh, 
instruments are out. Don't worry, we got plenty of gas. We're heading back to the island. Yeah, see, that's then just like on. two bad things in a row like that. That's too... Yeah, I would be worried. Yeah, you're just like waiting for number three. And here it comes. Pilot says, tighten seatbelts, assume bracing position, do not inflate life vest, and that's that. And you go, oh, no. That is it. And then the front of the airplane is gone, and you are staring into the ocean as it pours into yeah. your front seat. You are sinking. You have crashed. You managed to get out, as well as Kyra and Todd and nobody else. Um, luckily, they got themselves one of those sweet uh, airplane escape floaty rafts. Yep. So that's good. And you and still have your waterproof your, camera. You still have your camera. There you go. Which is a win, for sure. Um, but now you've got a problem. You know what that problem is, Matt? Your three children in a raft stranded at sea. You called it. That's what the problem is. <laughs> <laughs> Todd thinks you stay where you are because that's what they say to do. Stay where the plane crashes. But yeah. Kyra's smarter than Todd. And she says, our plane changed course. The radio was out. Nobody knows where we were. <laughs> Nobody knows where we went down. So we should put up the little sail this thing came with. And sail away. That just sounds more adventurous anyways. So what did you do, Matt? Did you stay near the crash site? No, you sail towards the mainland just like me because we're not staying near the crash site anymore, right? That's right. I don't think we got any other fun storylines that direction. Yeah, we so. are good. Sailing towards the mainland. Woo! So we put up the sail. There we go. Um, it's pretty chill. There's snacks. There's food. Uh, you're taking turns sleeping. Um, eventually you're waking by Todd because you're not, the sail's not working anymore because the wind doesn't doing its part of the job. <laughs> and, uh, and maybe that's what Todd is talking about, or maybe he's <laughs> referencing something about the warm water that you put your hand into when you put your hand over the boat. And there's also the dense, dense fog everywhere. So you peer out into the grayness yeah. and yeah, there's not much you can do. You're like, oh, well, so you all, you just all go, go back to sleep. Because what else are you going to do? And then you wake up at the top of a very tall wave, and the raft crashes. And you crash, and you manage to go on, get onto shore, as well as your friends. But the raft is Gonzo Bonanzo. And that'd be a good merch shirt, Gonzo Bonanzo. Gonzo Bonanzo. I just need to say it more often. (laughs) But what's that coming around the, the cove in a boat? It's a couple dudes with machine guns, and one dude with a bazooka. From the LeBeau Institute. Or somewhere. Do we, we know? We don't sure. know that yet, do we? I don't know. I mean, you oh, and no, I we know don't. That, we but... don't, yeah. yeah. Um, so should we duck down and get out of their sight? Or should we try to get their attention? Could be dangerous. Um, or they could save us. What do you think? My big plan was to duck down and keep out of their sight. That was also my big plan, because I, Matt, am what? pretty sure that everything, I've exhausted all the other branches if you try to get their attention. Oh, for seriously? Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you Wait, that. Wait, are we almost done with this book? Well, you know, it is a short book, man. 13 endings. By now, we've certainly done nine. That's probably not true. It just feels no, like is, it. We might get eight today, although I think we're aiming towards seven as well. Hey, stay positive. <laughs> we duck right, behind right, a small right. dune. Interesting. If you look at the sentence, you duck behind a small dune, <laughs> the way it looks, you can't figure out what a couple of those words are. Like, duck doesn't make sense, and dune doesn't look like anything. Something about those words being in a row <laughs> just looks insane. Just like, no, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. I've had duck enough. Behind a small dude. <laughs> you scream, get down at the others, and they do it, which is pretty cool. And the guys on the boat are like, Do you hear a kid scream, get down? <laughs> There's no screaming kids on this me. island. <laughs> um, Todd's mad because he thinks. It sounds just like that. He thinks they might have saved you. So he Todd's, Todd's grumpy, but. It was the right choice. Yeah, isn't that the indicator of you just made a right choice if Todd's really mad at you? 
You find some strange looking fruit. It is. Every single choice or everything he wants to do in this book always leads to a bad, bad like ending. You're like, oh, did I make the right decision? And then Todd's PO'd and you're like, oh, yeah, okay. Why do they make such, like, why do they always make one such unpleasant character? Like The one thing that I'm interested in with these books is that there's always a girl, well, not always, but there's frequently. frequently a girl who is your friend who is awesome. Yeah. Even if she's kind of evil, like Jenny. Yeah. And there's always a dude who's just the dumbest and the worst. <laughs> it's like, yeah. hey, here's a subtle message that we're going to give to all kids. I do like that. Although the less subtle messages in the rest of the book make me wonder if that was meant on purpose. So we're on the beach. We're waiting maybe to see if another boat comes. Uh, and But then we meet some people. They whistle at us, I guess, which is a little rude. <laughs> But they have they they only have binoculars and cameras. They don't maybe have they, they don't have for, weapons. Maybe they mistook us for waiters. <laughs> Waiter, there's no dinos on my island. Are they like great cab drivers? <laughs> We're getting out of here. <laughs> oh no, you've got island madness. <laughs> uh, but it's the it's the it's the cool dudes, right? I haven't met them before. Arturo and yeah, that's pretty exciting. Ramona? No, I don't think so. That Beezus? Sounds ridiculous. Is it Beezus? Yeah, oh, that's right. Ramona Beezus. Um, no, Rosanna Gaia, Gaio. Gallo. Rosanna, that's Gaio, what Gallo. Um, yeah, they're scientists, and they're kind of trying to figure out what's going on the island here. Um, but they're also are kind they of... Just scientists, no, they're also or are they spying. also the world's worst spies who immediately <laughs> tell you that they're spies? Well, so you have to... When you're a spy, you have to decide who you trust, because you have to trust somebody. You have to let somebody into your inner circle. And yeah. might as well be kids. <laughs> yeah, because you could kill kids. Yeah. These are defenseless kids. Or they'll forget, or you do? just be like, there's a kid. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Here, <laughs> yeah. I'll kill him. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> um, but they tell us that Lebeau Institute is straight breeding dinosaurs. And we're like, what? I like that it says, you immediately look, you gaze off at the tree-dotted plane. You're like, huh? <laughs> I just want to see the dinos so bad. It's the strongest impulse a child has. Um, but he tells us about the electrical fence and all that, so you know we're not where the dinos are. And he tells us about Claude Lebeau's crazy plan, which is still so... At least it's creative. You know, it doesn't actually bother me because it's weird. It's not what I expected it to be. I just imagine the people writing this book coming up with this alternate Jurassic Park concept where, like, well, he's not breeding... He's not making dinosaurs to make a park to make money off of people. How else would you make money? How else would you make money? We could have a little brainstorming session right now. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. He doesn't want it to be a park. Let's say he wants to uh, a, a new delicacy for very rich people. They could eat dinosaurs. You know, so you just yeah, to farm them. for a very short period of time because of this volcano situation. Volcano's going to erupt. You're right. we got to leave you that in there. You can also say uh, you can have lots of fundraisers to save the dinosaurs. There's only a one island of dinosaurs left on the planet, and it's threatened by a volcano oh, that could go at any moment. you pretend that you didn't even make them. You just found the island or something. Mm-hmm. So you just take all we the fundraiser need, money. Right. We need money to teach them to paddle around on those floating tricycles. We have to boats. teach the sauropods to swim across the ocean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but fundraising is just a pain in the butt. Nobody would want to do that for yeah, their I evil agree. plan. Yeah, they sell the meat. I mean, yeah. photo opportunities. You know what I mean? It's if there's a time on it, on it like the uh, volcano's gonna blow, you can get you could sell outrageously priced tickets to come get your picture with a dino before you know, or sell them to uh, to zoos around the world. Hey, sell the dinosaurs to zoos. Yeah, Notoriously you wanted, you wanted wealthy dinosaur. organizations. 
I like and you that. You love animals and you yeah. care about animals. These are all going to die, and we did it on purpose. Yeah, show us you how much one? you love them. Money, <laughs> money. There we go. Extorting zoos. We nailed it. Nope, they went with <laughs> movies. Uh, and this is okay. This is a lot. I haven't done this this um, chain before. Yeah, but this is the beginning of the whole plotting and planning of like what your options are for your next move and it goes for about four pages yes there's a lot of details where they're like you can take boats to get out of here um but they really plant the seed really heavily that you really want to see some dinosaurs yeah and arturo and rosanna are there to get as much information as they can they're gonna leave the last possible second yeah kyra wants to leave because she's smart todd i think he's just scared of all the options yep so we get to choose here if we want to stay on the island or try to escape the island. What did you do, man? And, and the way we're escaping is these adults are going to help us steal one of LeBeau's boats to get out of here. Yeah, which is a good plan. sure they can make that it's happen. It's a smart plan. Yeah, solid plan. Yeah. So, look, are we going to get the same read? But I don't know. Maybe. We don't have a lot of choices. Sure left, we do. Probably. But what, what are you going to do here? you going to try to escape? Yeah. Yeah, you are. Hold on. I'm trying to find my page. We're on, <laughs> we're on page 97. <laughs> 97. Okay. Um, I choose option one. No, I choose to stay on the island. You did? Yeah. Really? Really? Yes. This is going to be interesting. Okay. All right. Well, I'm really curious to see what this is all about then. Um, did you have a helicopter in your read? Yes. Huh. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm all excited now. Except we might just go back to the same... We might loop back to the same ending, which isn't great. Ah, but... If we get different, different reads, reads we, we don't okay. have to do it. So, I mean, I think, and te- I think technically at this point, we know we didn't get different reads. Should I just go ahead and blast that mine out? Go ahead and blast my read out? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good idea. Okay. Um, blast it like this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay, here's your fun facts. Y'all know what time it is? That's right. It's time for Dino Data. Hi ho dinos, Pip Pip Cheerio. Are you ready for a some a Dino Data download? I'm ready because for it. I got two pieces of info for you because I found one, got excited, and realized it was not enough of a fact oh. for even this micro segment. It was a, f- hey, this is a micro it was segment. A junior fact or something? Yeah, junior junior fact, Dino Data uh, version 2. Point. Wow. Okay. There's a dinosaur called Giraffe Titan. <laughs> Giraffe Titan? Yeah, hold on. Let me look up what the Latin is on that one. Giraffe Titan, name meaning, name meaning Titanic Giraffe. Okay. Can you guess what it looks like? A sauropod? Yeah, like a dinosaur with a long like neck. A this is not the neck. first long neck dinosaur to be discovered. Yeah. Everybody knew about all the other ones. They thought it was a brachiosaur for a while. Okay. And they're like, no, it needs its own name. Giraffe Titan. And that's an A, Giraffe Titan. I mean, that's a pretty rad dino name. It's a really good name for a, a Japanese robot. Yeah, with a very, very long neck. And it is a very cool, very big dinosaur that everybody should get into. Yeah. But it is kind of a goofy name. Also, in the Wikipedia, they mention Sauroposeidon. What? A plesiosaur? Which is even a bigger dinosaur, and he's all wet all the time. What do you mean he's all wet all the time? He's like a a big sauropod that hangs out in a... He's a genus of sauropod 
That he was in the water a lot of the time. He's a big, big boy. But he wasn't a big swimming boy. dinosaur. He just like walked around in the water a lot. He can swim. He could swim. He could swim. He's, yeah, don't listen to him. He was a plesiosaur? Don't listen to him, Sora Poseidon. He doesn't know what he's talking <laughs> <Okay>. about. Okay. <laughs> Bouncing in the water is swimming for sure. Okay. <laughs> so that's a micro fact. But hey, did you guys know that dinosaurs weren't the first reptiles to rule the earth? Is that true? Can you tell me about the ones that ruled the earth first? They also yeah, weren't reptiles. So. There are archosaurs, ruling lizards. What? Oh. Remember uh, Dimetrodon? It was like a, like a dude yeah, yeah. who was kind of flat like this, but he had a big sail on his back. Yeah, yeah. So he's not a dinosaur because he's like that flat kind of like I'm a lizard guy. Oh, okay. He's still huge, big. It doesn't count as a dinosaur? There's 20 million years that dinosaurs were around. No, he's not a dinosaur. Oh, okay. Dinosaurs got the big straight legs and they're like, oh. do, do, do. and then the arco lizards are like, whoa, cool. First 20 million years, dinosaurs were around. They were terrified of humongous nightmare crocodiles. Really? And that is cool because giant crocodiles are very scary. Okay, well, I hope you're happy because now I lost my page. Who would win in a fight between Sarcosuchus yeah. and Giraffe Titan? Sarcosuchus. Yeah, easily, quickly. Yeah, right? <laughs> Give me <Yeah>. another one. <laughs> Uh, Giraffe, a Titan, and uh, a Megazord. <laughs> to be a Megazord, and it would be awful. Yeah, but you'd be you'd wonder for a second. Yeah, but it would be horrible. It would be Have feel a- horrible to watch. That's for sure. So I'm escaping. Uh, Kira wants to get out of here, and then Todd says, "I guess I'll stay on the island. This is the only chance I could get to see a real life dinosaur." <laughs> really? Oh, right. So right, Todd right, waits right. with Rosanna, which is just like, really, dude. I guess Todd's just that guy. It's just weird. But uh, <laughs> he's like, okay, well, then you stay here with Rosanna. So me and Kira go with uh, Arturo. He's helping. And Todd's like, it's pronounced Rosanna. <laughs> he's helping. And you're like, oh, okay. buddy, okay. <laughs> he's helping us be sneaky. Um, and we climb a little. We I, we watch him as he climbs a little ridge. <laughs> he does it. He gets up there. He makes a big deal out of it. <laughs> he like, really, he's, he's really like, taken... watch, watch, watch. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Shh, no, wait, wait! Start horror. watching now. Yeah, wait. you guys stay here. It's a small ridge, okay? <laughs> I think that volcano is gonna. Shh, 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 shh. <laughs> okay. uh, he goes up. He's looking with uh, binoculars, and he shows us what he's looking at. It's like their uh, their fortress like building. It's it's their compound, right? But there's little baby brachiosauruses, which is so good. Oh. But we can also see like. The boats and stuff, and turns out there's guards and jank. Uh, and so and and so we so there's two boats. There's a, a open speed boat and a cabin cruiser. And he's like, okay, we can we can do this. We can make this happen. And while we're like, what about the guards and the dogs? And he pulls out a rifle, and we're like, no, don't shoot them. And he's like, no, no, no it's good. I this is tranquilizer darts. So we're like, oh, okay. And there's he knows exactly the <laughs> and he dosage. He rolls his eyes. <laughs> we ask him very specifically about the dosage. How do you know about the dosage? And he explains it. He says they get this guards get the same dose as a male chimp, about the same weight. Dogs get two thirds as much. So it's like you're uh, an okay. adult. You've lied to children. It's right there. <laughs> <laughs> it says he says I was a blackberry sharpshooter, and I definitely thought it said blackberry sharpshooter. And I was like, well, those are really small. He does have a bit of an accent, and it does sound exactly like he says Blackberry. <laughs> it's not a real accent. He says it's Narnian. He loves the books, and he loves adventure. He loves it. That's how he ended up on this crazy island. If only he could get back to the wardrobe. <laughs> um, I'm only 12 years old. Because, like, time. 
but it's getting intense because he's like, we've got to go do this boat thing. And Kyra's like, well, why don't we just go see LeBeau? He's a grown up. He's got the big building. I'm sure he'll help us yeah. out. And Arturo's like, LeBeau will kill you. He's crazy. And Kyra's like, my name is Kira. And then she's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all this. But how do we know we can trust Arturo? So it's just a whole big mess because he's trying to hide his spying. We don't know what the truth is. And this gets me to page 47. He, how hard is he trying to hide his spying, though? Not from us, but from other people. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so now I'm on page 47, the big page with four options. First one was try to Love take it. the speedboat, which I think you did. Or no? I can't remember what you did last time. Um, well, me, try to take the I... cruiser. Try to uh, go to the headquarters building to see LeBeau and get his help. Or That's what I did. That's right. Or try to stay, or just stay with Arturo and Rosanna. So that's a lot of options. But I decided the coolest, most awesome thing to do would be to take the giant cruiser boat. Yeah, that is cool. if I'm going to cool. try and go across the ocean, I'm going to do it in a cruiser boat. Yeah, it might have a bed in it. You could go to sleep. Yeah, I could turn it on and point it. <laughs> Said pointed at island, point at large island, <laughs> and drive. Like Arturo, I'm not letting this make my decision for me. But that big boat has a toilet, right? It has a it's toilet. Got probably a couple of toilets, like real toilets. I real hate some weird looking fruit, and I need two toilets, and I need them immediately, <laughs> so quickly, and they need to be very close to each other, <laughs> and as big as they can be, just really big. So I say I want to take the cruiser And I ask Kira Are you sure you don't want to come And she She shakes her head Arturo tells her to wait for him He fires Shakes her head yes or no (laughs) I'm just kidding (laughs) He fires his tranquilizer gun At the guard and dogs And leads me aboard the cabin cruiser He starts the engine And shows you how to work the controls So that's That's two sentences That very quickly Takes care of a lot Of the the action That I thought was going to happen That's 40 minutes In a Chris Hemsworth movie (laughs) Yeah uh good luck kid he says what if he just shoots the gun at the garden dogs and the garden dogs are like who is this guy and then he gets in the boat with two kids and they're like who is <laughs> this guy doing and then he sends the kids off in the boat and comes back and they're like who, who are you is this guy <laughs> he casts off the lines he says good luck kid i'm on my own i'm driving away in a giant boat by myself half an hour later i decide to check the gas no, no nothing <laughs> Yeah. There's only a little quarter tank left, so that's not enough to get to the mainland. Cool. So I cut the throttle to save fuel. I guess I could just like keep floating forward. But then, <laughs> guess what comes up? Another boat comes up. LeBeau's speedboat comes up on me. People with the rifles, they get on the cruiser. And once a- can we do? Can you play that jangle where we act out a scene from the book? Do you have that one? I'd love to act out this a little bit. Yeah, I had the exact same thought, actually. Take a seat. Yes. Come on in. Tickets, please. The show's about to begin. Why? It's finish it theater. Tickets, please. Let's uh, tickets, please. Welcome to finish the theater where we read a it's couple of part. the lines, but we use our um, extensive and expensive theatrical training right. to bring some real thunder to it. I did a semester of grad school. I to do a play. <laughs> <laughs> I was not in the theater department. <laughs> but you do have to be in the college, so that's how they get you. Okay. Yeah, that's how they get you. Ma- Wait a minute. What if I wasn't in the college and they paid me to do it? <laughs> <laughs> that would have been much better. Mm. There's uh, there's, there's three characters in this scene. Um, One guy just laughs. Yeah. Do you want to play the boy? Uh, yeah, I'll play the boy. Can you play the soldier? And then would you like to play the other soldier as well? Yeah, yeah, I would. Okay. All right. 
Um, okay, go for it. You want to be narrator? You want to narrate just uh, what just set the scene? Yeah, let's all narrate. The faster okay. craft pulls, alongside, craft pulls the cruiser. alongside the cruiser. I'm the narrator. I thought you said, let's all narrate. No, I didn't say that. It just sounded okay, like well, I it said fun. it. was fun. I had a good time. <laughs> I, I appreciate that you just went with it. You were like, yeah, this won't sound insane to anybody. This won't make Chris's mind melt because of the lag. Uh, every, everybody should narrate. All right. The faster craft pulls alongside the cruiser. Two men wearing military fatigues and armed with automatic rifles climb onto the cruiser. Take the boat back to the dock. You turn the wheel. You don't need to point that gun at me. It has to point somewhere. <laughs> it doesn't say for how long they laugh. It doesn't specify how long they laugh. It might have been a very long time, and that is kind of what I pictured. Like he gets like yeah. a, a, a loud chortle at the top top but then they chuckle about it the whole way all the way back <laughs> yeah you don't know what they're talking about but you see them look over at you and then they start laughing you're like it's okay, thing is there still the, the thing right this is a boring <laughs> island considering it has dinosaurs all over it just go look at the dinosaurs be bored on that it's a very it's a very good exchange um and these are bad dudes with the capital b a d but they take me back yeah they take me back to uh lebo's headquarters Take me all the way back to the, the island, back into his office. Right there Whoa. in his office. Except this time he's got two Dobermans sitting on either or next to the desk. Here's the yeah. kid, they say. Um, and uh, he motions for me to take a seat across from him. He's, he starts grilling me. He's like, how'd you get on this island? How'd you get my boat? Why'd you take my boat? I tell him about the plane crash. And at, it says, at first I don't mention Arturo, but I realized that he's not going to believe me. So then I do mention Arturo. Oh, because you don't think he'll believe that you took out the guard and the dogs because yeah, you're a kid? exactly. <laughs> uh, and he starts, like, really good. Remember, me. it says right on this page, he asks you stuff in a thick French accent. I'm, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't I don't feel a need to do a thick French mm. accent. This is a serious, this is a prestige podcast. Those guys don't do front. No, they don't. I thought they Hilariously did too. thick front. <laughs> they did too. Uh, he's yelling at me and his dogs get up and start growling at me. So I, so then it says, you decide to tell LeBeau exactly what happened. <laughs> that is what I do. I'm going to tell him everything. Yeah. <laughs> I like when they write these books and the character is actually a child who does things a child would do. I appreciate that. Yeah. It's, good. it's like, it's a breath of fresh air. I'm always impressed when you told those guys not to point guns at you. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Uh, I tell him I told LeBeau because I was scared that he would kill us. Arturo said he'd kill us if he caught us. And LeBeau was oh. like, oh, yeah. I would kill you. What the end of Oh, that's a really good? great French thing to say. Good? In a beautiful, thick French Thank accent you. that I very much enjoy because of the romantic and lyrical quality of the sound. Thank you. Uh, and, and, uh, and check out this exchange. Okay. He says, why yeah. would you trust somebody who says that? And I say, because they're scientists. And he says, how do you know? And I say, because they had cameras and camcorders instead of guns. And he's pointed. And he said, that's a, jo- a pointed exchange. That's a joke. What about that rifle? And then I say, it only shoots tranquilizer darts. And he says, oh, really? Then why is one of my guards and two of my dogs dead? What? <laughs> <laughs> so two possibilities. He's lying. One the other possibility, possibility is I just watched <laughs> Arturo shoot a dude dead and didn't think twice about it because I thought it was a Arturo trank Arturo had a little private conversation with Jesus where he was like, is it okay to lie to kids? Is it okay to shoot people dead? And Jesus was like, there's a volcano. It's going to explode. <laughs> it's going to explode. You do you, Arturo. Do you. 
I mean, it's wrong, but you kind of decided already, right? And he's like, yes, I did. <laughs> so my- Bang, bang. <laughs> Kill the dogs first. Why? To watch the man watch the dogs die. What? <laughs> Arturo. Arturo. You are not my child. Do you know who they give black berets to? No. Green berets who are bad. (laughs) (laughs) When they go evil, they trade and they have to trade their green beret in for a black one. I just thought the the green berets weren't ripe yet. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) he's not... He's... he's, Turned my world upside down. I don't know who to trust yeah. anymore. All I know is that I can't trust adults. And he said, he says, put this kid in room 12. Um, he doesn't let me use a phone. They're going to lock me in for the night, and I can knock on the door if I have to use the bathroom. Which is legit. There's not a bathroom in the room? In room 12? Ridiculous. Nah, that's the crappy room. <laughs> not, not the crapping room. Uh, yeah, so there I am in the, in, in in room twelve. From somewhere out on the plane, you hear the bellowing of a dinosaur. You run to the window. Oh, cool. It's nailed yeah. shut. <laughs> I oh. look out into the darkness. I can't see anything. I was trying, just was trying so hard to see a dino. You didn't try to escape through the window or anything. Just you thought maybe you could see a dinosaur through it better if you tried to open it. Yeah, I think that's really what it was. You're adorable. I love. It. I'm upset. I don't know who was lying. I just fall asleep eventually because I'm exhausted. I wake up. It's a really good idea. If if any kids are listening, if ever you're in a situation where you don't know what to do, just go to sleep. Yeah. Also, adults, if you're in a situation and it's stressful and you don't know what to do, just go to sleep. It's time to go to sleep. Just go to sleep. Let's just see what get happens. Some rest. Time passes. Emails go away. Or get some exercise. You know, get on your grind. That can nah, well. that'll rewire some of your. Uh, yeah, just go to sleep. Um, also, some people want to play Beat Saber, but they don't want to hook up their VR thing, or they don't have a money for a VR thing. Just hook up thing. their VR thing. The good news is. Uh, go to a free place like YouTube or something or wherever, pump some dance music or just sing your own dance music and pretend you got lightsabers. Guess what? It works. That does work. You could just get um, uh, glow sticks, little glow sticks. Yeah. So. The vital part is close your eyes like you're in VR. <laughs> like you're in VR. Yeah. So if somebody comes in, you will hit them. So uh, I wake up in the morning and they bring me a couple mangoes, a stale bagel, and a cup of coffee for the child. Uh, it's a good <laughs> breakfast for a growing boy. I did wake up to the sounds of rumbling, They're though. just like, do we have any cooked water? It's like, well, we have coffee. <laughs> We're giving this kid uncooked water. Yeah, cooked I don't water. want that lawsuit. Uh, <laughs> I just cleaned that boat. I eat the food. Coffee tastes bitter, and you put it... In, I eat the food, but the coffee tastes bitter, and you put it aside. So not only do I like coffee, I'm a, a connoisseur. <laughs> or maybe I've never had coffee before, and I'm like, oh, bitter. Yeah. I like, I like the idea that you're like, mm, this is just not to my taste. <laughs> I will put it aside. Uh, but now I can see. They'll, they'll, they'll know what I mean. They'll bring me something <laughs> they'll different. Get it. I don't need to say anything. <laughs> I don't want to be rude, but I do want something <laughs> that I can actually drink. Uh, but it's daylight, so I notice there's a vine outside the window. I could climb down the vine. I could shinny right down it. A desperate plan. The vine might break and I might fall. Lebeau hasn't really well, done anything to the window to being nailed shut? Yet. Is it a different window? I'm sure I could figure it out. It's just nails. Um, <laughs> right. So I have a choice here. Should I stay in the room or should I try to escape? Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's choice. Oh, wow, this is exciting. I, okay. uh, I think, I don't know who the liar was yet. So I'm going to give Lebeau a chance. You know, he fed me. He let me use the bathroom. I'm going to give him a chance. I'm going to stay in the room. Yeah, there is a bathroom. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I climbed down that vine. Where's the nearest bathroom? You know what I mean? <laughs> I just had some coffee. Um, 
I'm going to take my chances with LeBeau. He just had some coffee. At least you're fed and cared for here. In fact, your bed is quite comfortable. And you're sure the next time LeBeau sends a boater helicopter to the mainland, you'll be on it? But then there's a low rumbling sound a few minutes later. Smoke from the volcano is even thicker. Acrid smell hangs in the air. About mid-morning, I hear muffled explosions coming from the volcano, and I see a helicopter rising from the plane. Oh, wow. Within seconds, the top of the volcano bursts (laughs) open. The whole whole mountain blazes with fiery light. The helicopter swerves violently, then breaks apart in midair. Seconds later, superheated air traveling close to the speed of sound flattens the entire island, destroying everything on it, including you. The end. All right, this is now officially my favorite Choose Your Own because it is sticking closely to a tight... It's always a multiverse, right? Yeah. We're making choices, things are changing. These are the... Pretty close. Different universes that are absolutely touching. Interesting. They're rubbing these molecules apart. These alternate realities are rubbing right up against each other, huh? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, this is great. Fascinating. I'm really curious to see in 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 what way. Because when you said that that you got blown up by a <laughs> volcano right. and you or you find out what happens to a, vo- a helicopter when it gets blown up by a volcano, I was like, oh, well, that's exactly what happened on my page. I can't believe. So you didn't loop back to that page? No. That's crazy. I don't think so. That's absolutely nope, insane. Nope, nope, nope. Okay, score. Um, now, before we get to hear about your amazing uh, read, we do contractually have to take a quiz break and i've got a a new little quiz for you and this actually uh before we get into it this one is another one another suggestion from the walking dog our quiz master at the walking dog six at the walking dog six gave this awesome awesome suggestion um so yeah let me play you the little jangle for it's a new 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 quiz i read a first sentence Tell me the book that it comes from, and that's the quiz. I read a first sentence. You tell me the book that it comes from, and that's how you win the quiz. Yeah, I paraphrased a little bit, but um, The Walking Dog called this quiz, I'll read you the first sentence from a book we haven't (laughs) read yet, and you have to guess which book it came from. Uh, I did paraphrase that a little bit. I apologize. Uh, That was a suggestion for a quiz idea, and it's an awesome suggestion for a quiz idea, and it's going to be a a truly brutal quiz, because I just went through and randomly picked a bunch that I could find the first pages of. and. uh, are these from regular choose your own? These are, are all these from, from regular. I, I went really regular with these choose your okay, own, but you. it's not going to help. <laughs> no, it's not going to help me. Uh, but it should shed a really cool light on a bunch of books that maybe we might be interested in reading. Exactly. Just based on their first cool sense. Exactly. So I'm going to read. What a great idea. All right. We'll start with this one. Are you ready? Yeah. You stand on the deck of the RMS Titanic, the brand new White yeah. Star Ocean Liner. <laughs> the Titanic Adventure. Are you thinking out loud or are you guessing? That's a guess. I can't remember that one. I'll give you. I'll give you another guess. You're on the Titanic. <laughs> you are the Titanic. <laughs> You're the guy who was in charge of the Titanic. <laughs> you are responsible. You are an investor, highly invested <laughs> in the Titanic. It's terror on the Titanic. Terror on the. So that Titanic. was a really good, good guess. Man. Ugh. Ready for the next one? Yeah. School's out obviously. for the summer. <laughs> okay. This could be a bunch. Let's see. I think that's uh, 
the worst day of your life. Yeah, I'll give you more. I'll give you more. Mm. Um, uh, you won a $200 prize in a science contest. You were invited to be a student intern for two weeks at the Kimball Observatory, Observatory near Aspen, Colorado. I'll give you that. Someone's going skiing. <laughs> Observatory in Aspen, Colorado. Uh, and you're a science winner. Hoofy. Um, I just need time. I just Take need a moment. UFO fifty four seventy one. <laughs> that didn't come out as confident as it should have. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. It is comet crash. I imagine. And the observatory, you uh, get wind of the comet heading towards Earth. You're like, what's that? And they're like, you're just a kid. You don't know anything. You're like, no, 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 no. What is that? <laughs> I'm not looking through the telescope, dude. <laughs> I'm looking it's at the sky right just there. A child. Look there, right there. <laughs> uh, are you ready for the next one? I was born ready for this. This next one will one, be and that's near it. impossible, but it is. I find it interesting. I got a it. few weeks ago, you got a call from your old friend, Doctor Nira Vivaldi, oh, the famous anthropologist who specializes in interspecies communication. Now, Nira Vivaldi, we know from space interspecies. 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 Nira Vivaldi, we know from. Space Vampire. She, That's right. She was on the space mission to go to the Space Vampire Space Planet. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. She's all over these books. She didn't make, she didn't make the musical. That's kind of sad. Yeah, we didn't do that. We didn't read one of those. One no, of those journeys. Her in our yeah. But she's in a lot of books, so the chances for her are better for her than just about anybody else. Yeah, she's in a lot of books. Okay. So. Oh, that was Yeah, it. do you know what it is? Well, uh, <laughs> can you read it again? You're waiting for her. That's the sentence. You got a call from her. That's all it says. And that she she her. specializes in interspecies communication. It's, I wouldn't try too hard. Communication. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe it's not a vampire one. Uh, hyperspace. I'm afraid not. It's survival at no. sea. Oh, whoa. Weird. Yep. Very weird. Okay, just a couple more here. Did you talk to dolphins and stuff in that one? Yeah, I think that's probably what it is. Mm. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Yep. It's Walt Sutherland, your mom calls. First sentence. It's Walt Sutherland. Your mom calls. You have a mom, you say. (laughs) Now, did you pick these first sentences? Yeah, yeah. I just went through and just looked up books that I could find and picked them. It's Walt Sutherland. Your mom calls. Your mom. I think it's like a theme park one. I think that's what they're going for. Is it? I don't remember the name of it, and I'm not even going to try. It. Uh, You're scared at a theme park. (laughs) You're a child in a frightening situation. I'm going to give you a point for that, because this is Fright Night, which is about going to Daredevil Park. Wait, Daredevil Park is in a book that is not called Daredevil Park? Yes. That's cool. It's a new so one. So Walt Sutherland oh, this, In, in this book, name. it says there are several Daredevil Parks around the country. This is the newest one. Of course. It's got virtual reality high-tech stuff. So I'm going to give you a point <laughs> for that, because you actually called the, <laughs> the theme. Okay. All right. I got a point on this quiz. Yeah. Okay. I like this quiz, but I'm, this is hard. Right, this is the last one. You ready? Okay. Yeah. You're the first surfer out. <laughs> it's a powerful and moving story. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming, I'm going to say surf monkey. You did it, Matt. You hey. got a 95% on the quiz. <laughs> Thank it was, you. It was graded on the curve. <laughs> it's like if you and I played baseball against softball against each other in school or something. Yeah. And you were pitching, and I was hitting, or I was pitching, you were hitting, yeah. and the coach would be like, stop letting him hit the bar <laughs> ball like that. <laughs> We'd be like, no, we practice this all the time. He's super good at it. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, coaches don't get us. That's been a thing that's plagued us our entire life. <laughs> coaches don't tattoo. get us. Um, <laughs> that tattoo. <laughs> coaches don't get this, it says. <laughs> uh, but I want to find out how you saw a helicopter get destroyed, <laughs> and yeah. I'm curious if you were inside of it. Good time, fun time. I cannot wait to find out. Yeah, I'm going to leave that to the end. Everybody will be wondering. Ugh. So where we separated is me, Kyra Todd. Yeah, Rosanna Arturo. Yeah, Kyra would love to get on a boat, leave the island, right? Because she's smart. Um, Todd, uh. Who knows what Todd wants? Todd doesn't know what Todd wants. No. Todd's, Todd is still figuring Todd out. <laughs> Todd. He's young. That's why he went to Australia. Uh, it did not work. Yeah. He's like, I'll learn a lot about myself in Australia. And what he learned is that he doesn't understand what Australians are saying at any point. He watched TV eight hours a day and he could not figure it out. He barely slept. He was like, I'll just listen. It's immersion. Figure it out. Nope. Didn't work. Bad for time. Um, this is what I did last time. I said, I'm 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 sorry, Kyra, I'm staying. I gotta see these dinosaurs. And she's like, Well, if you guys are staying, I guess I'm staying too. So uh we crash out on the ground, get some sleep. First thing in the morning, Arturo's like, Todd Kyra coming with me. We're gonna go to the left to follow the fence, select the fence. You and Rosanna are going to the right. I like we're seeing Rosanna now. Yeah, I like it. Just Rosanna. saying the name's different every time. Yeah. Um and Rosanna's like, but if the volcano gets crazy, we should come right back. Sure. Here. Yeah, makes sense. And everybody and Arturo says, Okay, let's go. So that's not exactly agreeing, but fine. Uh so we're hiking through tropical forest, and then we get up to a place where we can see a lot. So she pulls out um binoculars, and I'm like, You're probably not gonna need this is the first time she shuts me down about dinosaurs. You're not gonna need binoculars to see dinosaurs. Oh, right, because they're big. And she's like, Well, some are as big as a chicken, and I'm like, uh, Are you concerned about those dinosaurs? <laughs> are those the ones you need to see before we continue? Or are you gonna kick them? Got her. She doesn't get me, is the problem. Yeah, she's like, probably she's, a coach. She's amazing, but she doesn't get yeah. me. She's a coach. Yeah. Uh, we keep going, uh, and we get to a, a, a little guard post. There's guard there, and but there's a way into the reserve. So we're like, ooh, I wonder if we can get in. And she takes the binoculars out again. He's playing a computer game. Uh-huh. You get right past him while he's playing a computer game. It's our chance. Rot the, rot the so brain. So we circle around. Exactly. We circle around. We sneak through. Uh, bad news, though. Well, I don't know if he notices us or if he just has... You know, the, the hair, he's got the spidey sense. Yeah. He comes out, looks around, doesn't see us, but he shuts the gate and locks it from the outside. So we now live but in a dinosaur inside reserve. It. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is our home now. That's cool. That's where and, dinosaurs are. And you know that she's yeah. not expecting to get back out. So that's intense. Yeah, I know very well that she's not expecting to leave. And she said this feel, felt really different when she said, well, we might as well make the best of it this <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> where I know from last week that her plan was to... Take some pictures and we'll see what happens. So we go around, we see some more dinosaurs. She uh, tells me I'm dumb again because I think a pterodactyl is a dinosaur and I guess it's not or something. It's not. It's a pterosaur. It's a pterosaur. Oh my gosh, whatever. It's not a dinosaur. It's a different thing. So she pulls a cool contraption out of her backpack. And shoots the pterosaur. So the volcano, we're looking at the pterosaur and I'm like, it's amazing. And she's like, it's like the dumbest animal and it doesn't fly good. And nobody likes it. That's not true. They're awesome. But um, she gets a lot of video of yeah. all the dinosaurs doing dinosaur stuff. There's allosaurus, there's stegosaurus, yeah. they're attacking the stegosaurus, and it's horrifying. And then there's a big tremor. We both fall down. And she's like, okay, 
uh, we're not getting out of here. So she pulls this cylinder out of her backpack from her backpack. Oh, this is like the balloon uh, thing, right? Or the flare. Yeah, yeah. It's got a balloon. She tie. I'm like, Oh my gosh, we're getting out of here. No, she ties the camera to it. She sends it away. Yeah. The She's balloon like, carries somebody... the camera away. Oh, it's messed up. Yeah. Maybe somebody will see this footage of dinosaurs. She says while thinking, maybe someone will know that I was a person who lived on this <laughs> earth. <laughs> so we tune in. Oh, wait, I run. Maybe no, my life like, will so mean just, something. She, she just sits down on the ground, and I'm like, "What's up?" That is one of the most brutal like, things that has happened in this book. <laughs> There's something about that that is so painfully human. Yeah. So she's like, "Yeah, we're not going to get out of here in time." So I'm just going to hang out, and I'm like, "Well, I'm not." And I run back to the guardhouse, and nobody's there. Yeah. I listen to the radio, and the guys are all panicking on the radio. Uh-huh. We've only got five minutes. They say, "Get the pilot. We got to get out of here." Sweet, sweet, Circuit sweet. goes dead. Oh, the helicopter pilot. Yeah. Mm. Why? Well, it's just this pilot. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I got to get off this island. I can either run to LeBeau's headquarters and maybe get a, get on the helicopter they got. Oh, no. Or try to run down and meet up with Arturo on the beach and get on that boat that he's getting. Yeah. Um, I think you're going to the headquarters. Which is what I did last time. Yeah, I think you're going to the headquarters trying to get the helicopter. And that was brutal because I met up with Kyra and Todd and found out that Arturo had just been shot oh, and was yeah. just dead. They just watched him get shot dead in front oh, of that them. was mean. That was a mean one. Now that I know that he shot in cold blood two dogs and a man... It's bad. I mean, what are you going to do, I guess? But, like, you're trying to get a kid off an island, I suppose. That maybe I should cut Arturo some slack. Yeah, yeah. But, but I, I, he might, he still might not have actually shot that man and dogs. Might have that's been a good, That's a really good point. Um, I'm off to page 62 because, yes, I'm heading towards LeBeau's headquarters to see if I can get out of here. Right. I drop my bag. If I get to the helicopter, I don't need it. If I don't, I don't need it. Oh, that's intense. Right? That's a, it, uh, intense I'm decision. running and running, but it's way further than I thought. I have to stop and catch my breath a bunch of times, which hit a little quick. Yeah, that's brutal. Uh, <laughs> I hear a loud sound. It is a helicopter sound, and I watch the helicopter go straight up no. and then veer off to the east. <gasps> Seconds later, the sky lights up. What? That volcano that was once a volcano is now a mountain of fire. Yeah. I watch the helicopter swerve, roll, burst into flame, what? and explode. Whoa. You've barely had time to take in the spectacle when the blast of superheated air traveling almost at the speed of sound reaches you. The end. Oh, man. That's like just one little universe apart, man. We saw the same We had thing the same experience. We, the we same like place. The dudes in that helicopter, almost no difference except talking to a kid the day before yeah we were i almost I feel like we were there in the in the moment where that volcano eruption split apart the veil between the realities we were both yeah. we, <laughs> we were just two boys yeah one in a field one in a one in room 12 yeah. watching and a Dr. helicopter get ripped. like can't you save them and he's like i can't it, this moment is stuck in time there's no changing it's it. like a loop and in you're time. like really there's some really, <laughs> really? are you sure Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, I'll go. I'm not that worried about it. I guess. Uh, so there we go. Two crazy. boys murdered by watching two hot boys gas. watching a helicopter explode in the air in the moments before their demise. Weird. I kind of love that we got those two on the same day. That is hilarious because your sweeties was very specific. All right, let's do. Let's take you. Let's get take care of this real quick. One will win and one will lose. Who will do? Better choose. Yes, there can be only one who has lost and who has won. Who will have the winning lead? Are you Team Chris or on Matt's team? Who will the winner be? Listen now and you will see. Um, kind of. I feel like if there's ever going to be a tie, 
Uh, no. And I'll say why. Uh, ooh, and I should really defend myself in this moment. But I'll actually... Um, we had the exact same experience. I think you should almost. win this one. I did get to go to the bathroom whenever I needed to. You, you had the opportunity, but I don't remember you taking it. I, no, I did. I skipped it because it wasn't particularly interesting. Oh, man. That's what people are listening for. <laughs> <laughs> well, good to know. Uh, I had I two bagels. I got one new page One stale this, bagel. This week. And I did this. <laughs> bad cup of coffee. And uh, coffee. I did quote finger. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee. Mm. I did get a bunch of new pages. I took a boat. Yeah, I got one new page, and this was just a divergent read from the one I did last week. Your read was much more exciting. Arturo may be a madman. LeBeau may be more awful than we even thought. Yeah, pretty bad. Uh, I I think you're the clear winner this week, unfortunately. Uh, Yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I mean, I'll take it. I feel like they were very close to each other, but I can see the logic there, so... Remember when we used to have Thanks. songs for whoever won? We had little like song yeah, sound we, effects yeah. for the person who won. And everybody listening is like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't bring it back. <laughs> oh, we wouldn't do that to you. What we want to do to you is thank you. So thank you, everybody, oh. for listening. <laughs> uh, it's very fun to go on this ride together in uh, even on the darkest days. And yeah. I think we should tell a very special thank you to a very special someone. What do you think, Matt? That okay. was weird, and yes, I'm in. <laughs> Please, our compliments, you see, and concrete are constructive criticism. I have one without the other. Why that be no fun? No fun. Sure, it's fun to get a compliment and not be criticized even a little bit. But would we be better people if we got some constructive criticism with our compliments? It's complies and concretes. Complies and concretes? What the heck? A complies and compliment? Concretes constructive criticism. If you want to get a compliment and concrete, guys, it's so super easy. Just follow us on the Twitter and like, like a thing or co- talk to us on Twitter. It'll be really fun. Um, I've been I've been thinking nonstop about the lyrics to that song and how my attention was brought to them. They are goofy and weird because I say one thing is fun and then I say the opposite is fun. But here's what it is: I may have forgotten. It's quotes. I, forgotten. I, I was assuming sure it's fun is in quotes. Sure it's fun. Yeah, sure it's fun to get a compliment without any constructive yeah. criticism. But the point is, it's more fun. It's real, true. Oh, it's more fun. fun. Uh, it's fun. To get the, the constructive criticism as well. It's deep fun. And yeah, it's called deep fun. Yeah, look it up. Uh, it's on Wikipedia. I have like a lot of days to get that there. <laughs> what if that's already on Wikipedia? It's something terrible. Don't look it up. It's probably nothing. <laughs> okay. I'm going to look it up right now, probably. But you do your thing. Oh, yeah. So, look, somebody's getting a complete and a concrete tonight, and we are going to use a random number generator, thanks to the internet, to find out who. And... Nice. Congratulations to at Leaf Species. That's Barb. Barb Calendar. Hey, thank you, Barb, for hanging out with us and listening to our ridiculous long podcast. Um, let's see what the Compli and Concrete will be tonight. My 20 study guy says, could have been a famous contortionist, but wisely chose another path. A wise choice. I'm sure many contortionists have good and fulfilling lives, but that was not your path. But don't forget to use your superpower because it is a superpower. Yeah. 
Or maybe it was a wise choice because you have no idea how to do contortionist stuff. You'd have been famous, the... but it would have been it would have been like you'd be like really, really working it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. It would have been a tough maybe you chose an easier path and there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. You know, quality of life is important. Yeah. And you can do contortionism in your spare time. Yeah. Anytime yeah. you want, really. Spare time, breakfast time, lunch time, <laughs> anytime. <laughs> anytime is a good time for contortionism. Yep. <laughs> Okay, well, that's excellent. What about a little piece of constructive criticism? No big deal. But we have to do it. Applies to just each and every every one of us. Uh, sometimes researching too much just to get a coworker a secret Santa. Yeah, which, I mean, you, you, you probably hit it out of the park most of the time. But sometimes people can tell how much work you did, and, yeah. and it's not necessarily, you know, it might end up making other people feel a little bad about their gifts. Yeah, people are, you know, it's, it's more of a, it's, you know, it's a casual acquaintance, you know, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a, it's a workplace kind of situation. Um, do the some work if research. you want, if that makes you happy, but, you know, some try of, to some, make it look like you didn't. And some of the research, you know, you're crossing some lines to, <laughs> to do that deep dig and you know the lines I'm talking about. So yeah, if you're paying for it. a service that tells you where people live. <laughs> <laughs> because you need to know secrets. whether or not they have the wreath you're thinking about. <laughs> Good on you, but probably you, not necessary. You, probably a gift certificate, you know. Yeah, and if you if you relax on that, you will enjoy the gifts that you get more because yeah. you're holding everybody to that standard. Yeah, or you know what? Don't listen to us. Hold people to that standard. <laughs> yeah, they deserve it. Get mad. You deserve it. Get mad. Get gifts. Uh. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, and thank everybody for listening and stomping like dinos with us through this island of adventure. Was yeah. that something? Yeah, I think that's that really felt like something until you asked. I think maybe until next I time asked. don't ask. Yeah, I gotta learn that lesson. Yeah. Uh, we'll be back next week with more of this, uh, and we're gonna bust through this book pretty quick. So eat it up while you can. Uh, until then, take care to keep your business drier than yourselves. Yeah.